let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Y'all ready to talk about some music? Is there? Yeah. Cool. This is the second Speaker Talks, the monthly show, and I've got Jamila and Julian with me once again. I wanted to talk about chopped and screwed screwed music this week because it's something near and dear to my heart. Like I listen to a lot of it, and it sounds like y'all do too. So I just kind of want to start by asking, uh, why do you like screw music? I am a military brat, and you are too, David, right? Yeah, so I, although my parents are from New York, um, a lot of my friends growing up on all the bases were from the South. I listened to a lot of Southern music and a lot of Southern rap, and I was first introduced to Chopped and Screwed in high school, and it was like mostly like Usher and a lot of crunk music that I heard chopped and screwed for the first time, which was like really weird and interesting. Like I was very intrigued and I liked the sound that it kind of gave off. And I think just like I just grew to love it a lot more. And I, I kind of always look for chopped and screwed music like I really enjoy it. And for me, like music in general can be very emotional. But I think it being chopped and screwed kind of adds either this sort of underscore to the emotions of the song or it can give it like a totally new feeling. And in some cases, it can even make the song better. Um, so I think it's just like, it's a nice new take on... Um, a song that I probably liked or a song that I maybe didn't like, but now I like it better because it's chopped. <laughs> Julian, about the same for you? Yeah, I'm not a military brat. I was introduced to it um, in college. In our school, uh, I have a good friend. He, we came to, to, to Pratt. He came in like my sophomore year. Uh, he was from Florida and we just hit it off off Street Fighter. And... <laughs> Yo, he was like, yo, you got to listen to this. Like, it was all this Southern rap that I, I wasn't up on because, you know, when you were in New York, especially in the um, shiny suit era, um, New York people are really, really um, closed-minded about rap music. You yeah, know, it's like... It's being nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, being from D.C., D.C. is all about go-go and, like, Texas rap and stuff back then. So I was since I was in New York, I was being influenced by you know the New Yorkers, and I was kind of hating on it. But he gave me some you know CD, MP3 CDs because you know that was a thing back in, oh back yeah, in, you know that was a thing back then, and I was listening to it like Screw might have still been alive, or he might have just died when I caught on the Screw and Chop music. Mm-hmm. So like I just started listening to it, and it was just like, why is all this better slowed up? <laughs> and then like I was getting like a lot like I'm I'm talking like like Parliament screwed up Ozzy Brother screwed up Al Green screwed up like I went through the whole so like I've been listening to it for like 18 years now and there's like this entire catalogs of rappers I only like screwed and like I don't do any drugs because people always like oh you Julian I'm like I like Sprite but I don't <laughs> I don't do drugs. <laughs> Clean Sprite, not dirty Sprite. No, original. You know what I'm saying? Without the medicine. But yeah, it's just, that's that's where it is now. I just like, I, I just, 
damn, like screwed and chop music, like it's, it's it's special. Yeah, I think we all like Drake more chopped and screwed. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like those sad Canada boys, like I think they're a good like him, the weekend, party next door, like they're already pretty sad and depressed maybe because it's cold there a lot. And it's just something about their sound that I think like chopped and screwed just elevates it to this other level where I just like this is how you should always put out music. <laughs> just only chopped and screwed versions. It sounds so much better. Yeah, with Drake especially, it just makes like I guess his voice is the right tone mm. or whatever to make it sound incredible once they like convert it, you know? Yeah. I And I, he, I, he like works with the chop stars a lot too, so maybe he knows like, yo, I sound really good chop, so let me work with you guys. And he loves like Houston and Texas a lot, so I it makes sense. I when when Drake first came out and you know dudes hate on Drake, and they still hate on Drake, but not as much as they did back then. I would say like, yo, if you listen to Drake screwed and chop, he sounds like a man. <laughs> and then like <laughs> Cause here's the thing, like I had to like I had to Mary Poppins it, right? Like they ain't gonna listen to me if I just say like it's just better, or whatever. But I, they when I would say that, they would listen to it. They'd be like, "Yo, you right?" I'm like, "I know, right?" Cause like so far gone screwed up is just amazing, right? Like it was like, "Yeah, you you right, you right." And I think he, I, I really think they really make the music to be chopped up. I think some of his songs they make it to be screwed and chopped. Like, like how do you mean? This. this I can't prove it because, like, listening to, like, One Dance or something, like, nah, that's supposed to be regular speed because it's, like, Afro beat. Mm-hmm. But, like, his sad, like, his sad, like, the jungle on If You're Reading It, It's Too Late, mm. it's, it sounds good the regular way. Like, but you screw, you, the chop stars got their hands on it. She says you're my everything. I love you through everything. I done did everything to her. She forgave me for everything. This a forever thing. But I treated, I treated like it's a whatever thing. Trust me, girl, that shit is everything to me. And almost like, does he like talk to them while he's making it? Like, yo, what, y'all, what, what you think y'all can do with this? That's this. it's a certain, it's certain like take care. To, take care is an incredibly, that's a classic to me just because of the screw in the shot version. Hmm. And I think they had like a, I think his his journeys with his father down south, just like when you listen to ASAP Rocky, they have this understanding of screw the chop music because they probably listened to it when they was young. That they know how to make things that's gonna sound good regular, but with the real quality, choppers in Texas can do to it, it's gonna take it to a whole nother level. I think that's why it carries over down south. Yeah, and even just. Like, some songs are so much better this way, and it just changes. Like, a song can be good, but then the Chop Not Slop version especially will end up being something where you just want to put that on when you play video games and just, like, chill out. Yeah, it definitely has a huge, like, mood music quality to it because I think, like, it just kind of gives it this blanket sort of, like, sound and mood, and then 
like they still have the different artists and the different songs that kind of make it really interesting, then you don't, especially listening to like a Chopped and Screwed song or album for the first time, like I'm always excited to hear what they're going to do with it, like how they're going to chop this up or how this song will sound like slowed down and with the deeper voices. It just, ugh, it's so good. And it's also like, a safe way to do lean like you don't have to do lean you could just listen to chops and screwed and i feel like it feels the same way except without all those bad side effects like i don't know maybe dying yeah so <laughs> and yeah and it's like i'm a rap fan just in like i love rapping and everything around it you know and one thing that these songs have do a lot that i absolutely absolutely love is when they drop the same line three times in a row I got rap niggas that I gotta act like I like. Acting days are over, fuck them niggas for life. Acting days are over, fuck them niggas for life. Yeah. Acting days are over, fuck them niggas for life. We all know what the good parts of rap songs sound like because like sometimes they rap a little different or like the beat drops or something like that. But this is like, it's like in kung fu movies when they show the same punch from three angles. Yeah, you go on to something there. Yeah. Like, it just makes you sit and let this part either marinate or just celebrate for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we know this is your favorite line because it's ours, too. Like, it's like DJ Bring It Back. Like, pull up. Yep, totally. The <laughs> <laughs> version. Like, like, yes, please. I want to hear this, like, five times. Thank you. <laughs> and I listen to screw music a lot in my car, too, which is, like, I love, like, car music, like, period. Like, I feel like it's the best way to hear a song. Uh, like maybe not for the first time but like just to vibe to a song like just being enveloped by it and just this music is so full and it hits like all up and down the notes I don't even know if I'm explaining that right it just feels like everything when you're in a car yeah I get the like full as a descriptor I think makes perfect sense but uh, Julian you chose a couple Drake songs and you pointed out that it's the transition between the two Drake songs Mm -hmm. that you were into yeah, see, um, on uh, the album, uh, nothing was the same, right? Uh, was that is that the name of the album? Yeah, but um, like chopping ain't the same version because the beautiful thing about chopped and screwed music, especially the chop stars, is how they rearrange the album. So, like on that album, there's like um, there's a song called "Furthest Thing," and that album. Drake did a lot of things where he would it would be two songs in one song so you get through like two minutes of the song and then the beat change up and his entire like flow and everything would just change up on it and he also did it on Pound Cake where like there's a part where like he raps and then Jay raps and then I think that's also the place in which you know like Jay decided to like go at Drake on his own song and then like Drake comes back and it's like a wholly different song. So what the Chop Stars did, because it's only like a minute and a half for each of those parts, it's two tracks, but it feels like really one song. And it's the transition, the way they let the furthest thing beat merge into Pound Cake. Like it's inc- like it's hard to explain because it completely changes the dynamic of like both songs and what they're saying. It's almost like they took like the subject matter of both verses and we're like hey this actually makes more sense here than where you guys originally put it so i'm going so it can make a more consistent thought 
about basically saying it's like, yo, I'm the man right now. Like y'all don't want to acknowledge that. Like this Canada boy is shit. So, like, OG Ron C is Candlestick and them, Slim K, and they all was like, yo, let's, let's, let's fix this for old boy so we can have a, a actual clear, consistent thought. And the, the music, because the way they blur things together, and they even sometimes pull in things from, like, other songs, like, people just got to listen to it. Like, it's that, that transitional part is so fucking dope. It put me in a, in a state of mind. I could be having the worst day ever. And I listen to them two songs go together. Yo, I'm all right then. It's like chicken noodle soup or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that feeling when, like, I mostly listen to uh, Chop songs that I know well. Like, I can't think of the last album where I was like, oh, let me get the Chop version first. Because I want to hear the original and then how they flip it. Because, like, the flip is where the magic happens. Like, it's where I go from, like, having everything by heart to being like, oh, no, there's surprises in here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a little bit different. My bad. Uh, like, there's albums I've listened to. I've never even listened to the regular version yet. Oh. So then I'm disappointed when I listen to the regular version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually listen to the like the album regular first, and then like sometimes I'll be halfway through. Like especially with newer weekend stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna stop right here and just go to the chopped because I know. Like, this is going to be a better experience. Um, but I always give the regular one, like, at least one listen or a shot first. Mm-hmm. And I always uh, like when they include a, like, a wholly different song in the middle of uh, the song you're listening to. Oh, that's my favorite part. I love when they do that. Just because it's like, this part is tight and maybe, like, it shares a sample or some kind of beat or just, like, the flow is perfect on it. And it's like a super remix is how I feel about it, you know? Uh, Party Next Door, uh, he has a song about it. And in the Chop version from Chop Stars, they add about it, about it in it. And it's so good. I almost use that as like the song I wanted to pick just because of that reason. Mm, that sounds, oh yeah, man. That makes you gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, you gotta I gotta go re-listen to that. <laughs> I text her from time to time. She a mom now. I guess sometimes life forces us to calm down. I told her that she could live with me if she needs to. I got a compound, but I think she's straight. That's so, that's so dope. Because also, like, anytime a rap song references 25 lighters, they make it a point to put in 25 lighters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that gets me super hype. Like, so low-key Super Saiyan. Like, <laughs> could you tell us about 25 lighters? Because I feel like that's a foundational thing. Yo, 25 lighters is this, this, I guess, te- I think it's Texas. Like, I, it's not even a song I've researched. I know it's um, Fat Pat, uh, Zero, and, it's, and DJ Screw is, is in there. And it's just this song basically about uh, selling crack, because you know that you put the crack in the lighter. And he's just like, got 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. I'm about to get paid. And, like, I remember seeing it. I was on the, it was on the box like there was still the box and it was one of them, I was like this this song and then I be again I was in school and my new my Brooklyn people weren't even feeling it but it was just something like I got to listen to the prophecy of my own home 
And it's just something that I think it's like when you listen to UGK, it's like all that Texas music that they hustle their hustle songs are different than New York hustle songs because I guess because you know the setting is different mm-hmm. and it just puts you in this place it's like yo like I gotta get this money but it's not energy it's not like yo I gotta go out run around acting like you went paid in full it's just like yo I got work to do I got this work I'm gonna go you know I'm do my time I'm do my eight hours and you know I'm gonna get my hustles like it's just dude this this funny because some of this like southern this Texas rap I can't even put words together right like just like soul music it just hits you in a certain right spot but it came out like 18 19 years ago yeah it's uh, been a while it's old and it comes up most recently um kendrick used it and stuff and um on damn i think and it's like every time i hit 25 lighters i'd be like yeah, you know what I'm saying? It has a long legacy. You know, because Screw ain't here no more. I don't think Fat, I think Fat Pat is dead. Like, it's just, I like the fact that it's, it, like, it hit. Like, it's like a cult classic when you see people talk about, like, certain movies that were successful, like Blade Runner or some shit. There's, like, in low key, like, Blade Runner is, like, one of the most important films of the modern era. That's what I was, that's right. I'm the only person to make a, a connection between Blade Runner and uh, Five Lighters. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real because that sample like once you listen to a lot of this or even just a little bit like you get hype when you hear it like it's part of uh part of the scene for lack of a better word mm-hmm. it's like that the uh gangsta boo saying yahoo yes mm. <laughs> like that's all you need to get to turn a song from like cool to tight yeah, ho, yeah, ho. you ain't my kind bitch you wanted me to do a threesome you ain't fine bitch yeah ho just like drop that on me <laughs> yo man three six oh southern rap y'all don't like whoo yeah if you're not so familiar get important. familiar um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but actually we can keep it to texas because uh you chose a travis scotch song yeah i chose maria i'm drunk that's on his rodeo album which is one of my like i stay coming back to that album um, and Young Thug and Justin Bieber are on it. And Maria I'm Drunk is like such a good song in general. Like, and it sucks because it's not on Spotify. It's not on any like streaming service. I think you only have to pay for it. Um, or you can only get it if you pay for it or you go on YouTube. <laughs> But it's such a good song. And so, like, Maria, I'm Drunk sounds drunk on its own. It's like, if a song could be drunk, that's Maria, I'm Drunk. But when it's, like, chopped and screwed, it's like, Maria, I'm Drunker. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> it's it's that part when you're, like, drunk, but before you get, you start to feel sick and you just feel, like, super nice. It's, like, the climax of, like, all right, I've been drinking a lot. I feel really good now, but in maybe 30 minutes, it's all going to go downhill. Like, that's what I think Maria I'm Drunk is, because it definitely feels like a drunk dialing kind of call. Like, I'm drunk calling this girl, or I'm texting her, and I want her to come through. And I picked this, too, because it has Young Thug, who I absolutely adore, who and Bieber brings this, like, softness to it, and then Travis also kind of does this his thing so it's this nice variety of these three guys 
Then I must be racing that. Oh, my still got my back. Travis says this uh, this line like I've been floating all day and I feel like on the regular Maria I'm drunk the song can it feels very light but the chopped and screwedness like whether it's the like deeper voices or how they you know play around with it makes it feel heavier so it's this like it kind of feels like light and heavy at the same time and like Travis's verse I feel like it's you know it's just Travis sounds very good chopped and screwed especially this rodeo album and he feels like it's very dark and smoky and druggy and then justin comes in with this like higher pitch but it's like it's this nice tenderness um to it and it's like his his like verse is very this like sincere drunk like you know he means everything he's saying right now but when he wakes up he might be an asshole like to the girl (laughs) and young thug who is like I think one of the most talented and interesting vocalists of our time. He like the way he uses his voice is so like fearless. Um, and the way he like approaches his music, I feel like is he's always kind of giving us something new, um, which we don't get a lot with trap rappers. Like, I feel like a lot of them sound the same always, but with his albums, like he always kind of brings something new and different. And I think he really like, stretches his voice like he's just like this olympic gymnast and is just like trying to do these new interesting things and you get that on this song so like the interesting young thug voice adding this like layer of chopped and screwed just like takes it to this other level And I really dig his flow on this song, too. And just kind of slowing it up lets you kind of, like, relax and, like, kind of feel it more than when it's, like, a little faster. Um, This whole song, I feel like, is a, like, rapper's version of, like, Beyonce's uh, Drunken Love. Because they're all kind of, like, still themselves. They're not, like, all super sweet. Although I feel like Young Thug is always kind of, like talking about how he's in love with his girl um but it's like and then you add this whole chops and screwed layer it's just divine to me <laughs> yeah i like how like once it gets to like the part where it's just kind of thugger doing the uh the song the singing part if you zone out it's not even words it just sounds good like his yeah just yeah. The, the way his voice carries over over the mp3 it's so good yeah, you know, I have to be honest. I haven't listened to Rodeo all the way through regular. The first time I heard really? this song, <laughs> the first time I heard this song was on Purple Rodeo, and on the Purple Rodeo it split in half, and I yeah. was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Like I can't even totally say that the regular like I don't even know what regular Rodeo sound like because I only listen to three songs." Yo, boy, but this yo that chopped up version away. Like, it changes everything up. Like, it makes everything clearer. And it hits you more. Like, when you're in a car, like, the bass thump more. Like, everything is improved to me with that song, Screwed Up. Like, and Bieber, man, that was a good year for Bieber. Because that was when I respected him as an artist right there. Like, God damn. <laughs> He's so good on that song. What year did that come out? Oh, remember? 20- oh, okay. So it wasn't the uh, Good Friday's year. 
No, it was uh that that year was um it was yeah, it was 2015 because that was just a really good year cuz Bieber had his little solo album. Yeah, that was yeah, that was an incredibly. It was late. I think it was late 2015 cuz it kind of carried over mm. into early 2016 because it was one of them late them late album releases. And kind of like Julian was saying earlier about Drake, I think Travis Scott's another dude who's super aware of uh, chopped and screwed music and uses a lot of it just in his songs. Or not a lot of it, rather a lot of techniques, you know, like the changing the voice, like slowing the track down or bringing it back. Mm -hmm. And and it kind of gives his stuff like a sinister edge sometimes that I like a lot. Yeah, because a lot of his stuff is very dark in general, but yeah, it does kind of add this extra sinister feeling to it where you're like this is a little spooky <laughs> yeah. and this is such a, just a good song in general too like it really gets at how screw music can elevate the the musicality of something i guess is the best way to put it Mm-hmm. because like i like travis scott but like this is next level i hadn't i actually hadn't heard this one before you sent it over it's, mm. oh, it's so good she blessed like it you. It makes bro. me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Dang. So the song I chose was Big Crits Keep the Devil Off from the uh what is it? It's a mighty long time to be purple. Something like that. It's by the Chop Stars though. Yeah, I got yeah, it off yeah. their audio Mac. But I love this song. So the original, like it's got the church organs, uh there's no cursing because he made it for his grandmother. And it's just about like keeping haters up off you demonic or otherwise so the original is like a super tight song to me amazing drums sounds amazing in the car and they made it better by adding a bunch of like turntablism which i've loved since i was a kid just like scratching and mixing that way and there's already a lot of that in screw music to begin with, but this was just, it's like more old school style. Like 80s, just scratching, just making the noise just to make, just because it fits with this song rather than like flipping a line or something like that. And slowing this song down just makes the drums even deeper. And it gives it like, it doesn't sound like a funeral, but like a hype song that you would play at like a cool wake is how I feel about this one. A cool wake. That's nice. Yeah, I, I live in hope. Like, there's got to be one of those somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is just another song where it's like, if I put this on in the car, I'm just going to feel good for like the six minutes that it lasts. It's just comforting, almost. I I really loved how it kind of seems like a chopped and screwed like church song or gospel song, mm-hmm. uh, which I have never heard, but I'm sure it's out there because like church in the south chopped and screwed in the south so i'm sure it exists um but the organ and like the choir that just i just imagine this being in like a church choir like a small church and it's really humid and sweaty and there's fans and uh his like southern twang i think adds such a good sound to it too um because his voice is so like good and his like southern twang i think is really good and it being like slowed down and chopped up adds this like it kind of just brings out all the goodness of it in a way and it's like a really good song period but like kind of chopping it up and then making it like whenever shit's like 
chopped and screwed, it's longer. So you kind of get to marinate in it longer, too. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it sounds so good. Yeah, people are not knowing that, like, the church has made black music and through black music, American music, extra dope for, like, the past hundred mm -hmm. years. Like, soul claps, the organs, even just, like, bringing a whole, uh, whole choir to the affair is like straight out of the black church. Yeah, man, it's really not much I can add other than it's dope. Uh, it lets you really listen to the chords. It lets you really hear the chords. Um, I've actually heard uh, some screwed up gospel music. I think I used to have some, but I think I lost it on a hard drive somewhere. Um, I'm not the biggest gospel person, but I just like how they really let this song breathe. And then my, my OG Ron C at the end has his last little quip at the end, how you got to make sure you got to keep them devils off him. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, they like, they like really let that one breathe. And that one, that one really reminded me, the song already reminded me like of a Pimp C song, mm -hmm. but that one really like, once it was chopped up, I was like, yeah, this yeah, this reminds me. It's like not only is this for his grandmother, it's like you can like hear the sonic influences of a uh, of UGK on that one because that felt like some 1996 UGK or something right there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you mentioned OG Ron C. Uh, he's come up a couple times in this conversation. We haven't really talked about him, but I like yeah, that he gets true. in his little like weak style and you know talking his uh, his stuff on every album. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think I listened to one where he like did a little rap too. I'm like, okay, okay. But I like how he's like, I talk on these songs so y'all don't buy, y'all don't like bootleg it and you buy it, go out and buy the album. Um, so it's like, I'm telling you, you may be annoyed that I'm always talking on these songs, but there's a reason behind it. Like go support the artist and buy the album like, and we give you this for free. Yeah, there was a currency song or a currency album where like he did his freestyle, but like got too hype and had too <laughs> like the next line was like, oh well, I don't, you know, he said like OG Ron C is God, and he's like, oh, but I don't really you know talk about like all that sort of stuff, man. I'm not really down with that. And I was like, he was just feeling it so hard. <laughs> Those are the best ones, and I think um, he says like if a person pays him to make one, it's the only time you don't hear him doing it. So like. Mm. Um, the first official Two Chains album, the one with like the Two Chains on the cover, mm -hmm. um, that's an official release. Like you can go buy that. There's no OG Ron C on it, really, because like Two Chains paid him to make that joint. Oh, that new Thundercat was that paid too? Because that's being released on vinyl. Right? Nah, they made it. Like he made it, and then Thundercat being Thundercat was like, oh, this is fire. Like, we go. <laughs> We gonna put this out. Nice. Hey, hey yo, this, whoo! He gave he gave that that album a whole another year of play for me. I was like, them changes screwed up. Like I don't. Again, that's that's my gospel music right there, yo. Yeah, that <laughs> sad, sad heartbreak music chopped and screwed. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole episode on that Thundercat Drink album now. Seriously. <laughs> 